Hello, welcome to another episode of Queer State of Mind. We are here in July. It's sweltering, it's hot, it's raining, it's everything here. Uh, we have a full house here with all the all the girls and the girls. We have a whole lot to talk about. We have, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of speak-ups happening where black people just aren't getting in places we want to get into. So we're gonna talk about that. And we're gonna talk about a lot of other things. So uh, stay tuned, get yourself a meal, get yourself a drink, and we will be right here. It's time for Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Join us for all the latest news, pop culture, talk, and more from QPOC perspectives. And all the tea, sass, and shade you can handle. Listen in. And tell us what you think on Facebook at Queer State of Mind. And on Twitter and Instagram at QSOMNYC. Everybody. Hi. How's it going? Hey, happy Hi, Thursday. It's going, girl. What's How going are you on? doing? What's going on? Yes. Full house minus Duran. Oh, she's no longer with us. She wow. quit. Let's just say Wait, that. Wait, like <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I'm not playing that game with her. She quit. She's, she's on, on, she's on no sabbatical. She's on, she's on she sabbatical. on sabbatical. She ain't coming back. She gone. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let's keep it real here. Let's stop that mess. I just feel like mother is never gone. Oh, she's no. gonna be gone. She's gone this time. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Give her a month. Give her a month. She'll be back. She ain't coming back here, bitch. I don't lock the gate, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you replaced the key already. The key is the girl. I replaced a motherfucking lock. The whole lock. The whole lock's replaced. Right. I know what that's like. I'm needing not to say she is no longer with us, girl, because you know. I mean, people drawing it back in my mind. She's not. I hear like, that. Okay, and I yeah, start she's freaking a, out. She's all alive. <laughs> she's alive as well. She's alive. Ron's listening, right? In a, in a grim, reluctantly. I know. <laughs> Ron is not don't, listening don't, because she's petty enough to be like, well, I quit. So I don't have to listen no more. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't listen before. And I, just, I just spit over my shoulder. You can't be having that. Kind of, <laughs> that not in the universe. Okay. Well, yeah. fortunately, it was an amicable retirement. And and we'll we'll look forward to welcoming her back when she comes back in a month. We would not. We, who it is? Who it is? This we you speak of? This is minor state of Danny Carmo. So yes. Oh, that oh. part. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I feel it's gonna be more like share. She's gonna have lots of retirements. You know, we fuck. <laughs> so she'll be back. Mm. Just give her time. She'll, she'll get bored real quick. Don't you worry. <laughs> Missy, Miss Dalton. Deron <laughs> is petty like shit though so she would even if she wanted to come back honey she would stay away just to spite Miss Karma right that shit should because she has to do it because she called me I got to cuss her right one time that's the agreement and she don't want to get <laughs> so <laughs> oh my god <laughs> hey girl this is, you see look she got a memorial she got a send off from QSM in the beginning of the show look at God mm-hmm. look at that that's true. You know. so speaking oh. up, we have to make a new promo then and get a new promo picture because she ain't part oh, of the show no more. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. 
Well, you know, I don't have a problem with picture. Move her out. Let me have her her picture spot. Move her out. Remove her bio. Never mind. Take it all back. She's not coming back. I want her space on the landing page. Everything. Listen, there's always (laughs) another girl waiting in the wings. Give me her powder room. I want her powder room. We're recording a new promo tomorrow morning, girl. We're taking everything. Erase the bitch from the website. I want her trailer. She's history. Mm. Nope, she gone now. I, I want all the, all the leftovers. <laughs> Give me the trailer. Poppy seconds. Oh yeah. Well, look. That's big. I'm and that means more for us. I mean, we get more money in our contracts. <laughs> oh yeah. Monopoly money. Part. Monopoly money. That contract, honey. Contract, honey. She. They're about five years behind in payments, but it's okay. <laughs> No big deal. No big um, deal. <laughs> um, so we're gonna start with our feature track, and then we're gonna continue like talking shit about Duran. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, uh, about two weeks ago, you know, we've we've kind of been away for a minute with the holiday and all. Um, Japanese singer Hikaru Utada came out as uh, non-binary, um, so they go by they them now. Um, and this is really big because uh, they are one of the they are one of the biggest Japanese acts of all time. Uh, uh, Utada has the best-selling Japanese album of all time, both for the 20th century and the 21st century. So they're huge for Japan. They're, like, wow. they're, they're one of the biggest song artists of all time. Um, uh, they're from originally from New York, so you got to represent them. Um, so it's a really big, but given how slow um, Japan has been on the LGBTQ rights, it's a really big deal that Utada has come out on binary. So I want to you know, give a little space for that. So we're going to play a song from their English debut. Uh, it was our first single, came out back in the in the, the mid-aughts. It is Devil Inside. So you're listening to mine. Yeah, yes. So this <laughs> is the Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be back after this. Something they can create on oh, 
Yes, that was Hikaru Utada with Devil Inside. Wow, that was cute. I like that. Yeah. Devil Inside, you say, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never inside. heard that before. I loved it. Yeah, oh, I really like that. Good yeah, song. She's, she's a cute, she's yes. a good artist. I mean, she's collaborated with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, with Timbaland. She's done, she's, she's, she's made the circuit. Just for her. Yeah, I can see, I can see that. Huge in, in Japan, honey. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, really? Okay. But it's huge in Kenlock. Oh, <laughs> you know what? She, well, wow. she is big in Japan, though, actually. Yeah, Every single album she's ever released is hit number one. So. Wow. Oh, on Orion. Is it got an Orion chart? Oricon. Oricon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. So, you know, I think a lot has happened in the news this week, particularly around Black Lives <gasps> And I just want to give up all the space for that because it has been a week of triumphs and a week of what the Fs. Um, like we will start off with uh, one of the bigger one of the bigger stories um, over Nicole Hannah Jones, uh, which went, at first started off as, you know, we didn't know where it was going to go, right? So for those that don't know, uh, Nicole Hannah Jones, she was initially offered, um, she was, she, um, was going to be offered tenure at UNC Chapel Hill oh, yeah, yeah, uh, for yeah. their school of journalism. However, because of the board of trustees and their right wing craziness, uh, they denied her tenure. Um, there was a whole lawsuit going on, um, and ultimately, um, they ultimately uh, changed their mind and gave her, offered her tenure, and she politely declined. Well, more like "fu" declined. Welcome. And, and she will now be the inaugural chair uh, for uh, the uh, night chair um, at Howard um, of Media and Journalism, uh, new, a New Democracy Media at yes, Howard. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, girl. So that's like social media and stuff like that. No, new them. democracy, like all of the everything. Okay, okay, yeah. All right. yeah. What I mean, yeah. that's you know, like like political journalism on issues and society, if you will. Oh, learn something new. That's what new. Uh, that's what new uh, demographic is um, called. Democracy. Yeah. Called. Well, <clears throat> that's the that's what they named the center. It did. It didn't make sense to me, quote unquote, as an outsider. Okay. But when I read the manif- not manifesto, the mission of I the look- organization. Not manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I don't know why. I- I'm like, what? Why you said manifesto? Do you have a manifesto, bitch? I'm like, no, ma'am. <laughs> no manifestos here. But sorry, Micah. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. No, please explain away. I mean, I love a good manifesto. Yeah, why yeah. can't it be manifesto? There's a lot wrong with manifestos. I have a manifesto. Let me just put that right there. Exactly. I can only imagine. Micah has a manifesto. Do you want to read that? I don't have a well. I'm. I'm so. Yeah, dead. it's in your head, bitch. Oh yeah, that's exactly, exactly what it is. We all have a manifesto, right? We all have one. Manifestos um, aren't just for shooters, you know. Yes, I know. <laughs> Duran had a manifesto to return to the show time and time again after quitting. <laughs> there it is. She had that was her mental. Never mind. Let me, let me make that girl oh my god! Well. Though. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I found it interesting, but I, I'm curious to hear what the black women have to say first. Yes. So, first of no. all, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, first of all, I yes, just need just... to say that I missed everybody. Oh, Sam, let you. me just pocket and love you. I just, you know, I missed you too. And let me tell you, as I interrupt now, I was so happy to meet Sam last uh, two weeks ago. We had such good fun. So y'all gonna throw that in my face? Now that's some bullshit. Y'all know I'm down here in Roanoke. I was was literally just gonna say, if I was not married and was into sleeping with gay men, I would let you have it, Marquis. 
Girl, let's not do that, Rebecca. You know, you know who you is, girl. No, Sam and (laughs) Marquis bonded weirdly, and I looked at them. I'm like, you're gonna be good friends. You have have similar. They have similar intellectual dispositions. They have similar. They're tattooed, but let's just talk about how cute he is because he's like medium brown and just like all lashes, just lashes. Oh my god, no! It's a big you and your green outfit. So them teeth, cute. Them teeth <laughs> that shiny buttery skin. I'll let Marquis have it. Yes, I will. Sam <laughs> looks so good. The, the best way to describe to describe what Sam was wearing was the best way to describe it is I it was what I consider beautiful ugly. Like mm-hmm. a little cabana couch. Oh yeah, look, it, it was it's, it was it's hideous on the couch. It was getting it, a little fair. She looked great. It was this green, like outdoor furniture type. It was and the br- mother looked. It bad. was giving very lively. She looked really good, cute, girl. Sir. It was. Yes. It was not ugly at all. It was gorgeous, beautiful yes. colors. It would be ugly on somebody from Bushwick. Car- I get it. Now, you know, in <laughs> my mind, Sam could do no wrong, honey. So oh no, I- Sam was look beautiful, and she had her matching lime green telfar bag. Oh yes, yes, yes. You know, he'll play. Let's I mean, I guess we're supposed to like comment on. So listen, first of all, uh, no, is it Jones Smith? Um, Hannah Jones, Hannah Jones. Yeah, Yeah, Nicole Hannah Jones. Yeah. First of all, she did that. Yeah. She did that. And Mm because so so when everybody was like, oh, now she was granted tenure. And then, of course, people get to signify, well, what she should do is blah, 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 blah. What she should do, and even if she had accepted it, fine with me, what she should do is go get her coins, go get her just do whatever it is. However, she got them girls together. She said, guess Mm -hmm. what? I have places to go. I don't need you. You didn't want yeah. to give me my just do until you got blasted all over all over town. Yeah. I am thrilled for her. My brother posted the other day and honey, he got a he has a he went to Howard. He's got um he, let's talk about your brother. Wait, talking about you and I. Mm-hmm. What about your brother? Did, <laughs> he, what about him? He's no one. Psycho. Oh. <laughs> no, he was on the show um, before, but he he just he was like, oh, and he has all these degrees, and so the last thing he needs to do is go back to school. But he was like, oh, she got me wanting to go on and get a degree in journalism, and I was like, wow. listen, right. I wow. feel so. Anywho, I'm just really happy at the way that things um, ended up for her, but but also she wasn't given anything, like. She has earned her place and, mm-hmm. you know, it should not take, you know, this social media blast act of God for, you know, a woman, a black woman to be recognized. Just black scholars in general. Thank you. Yeah. They did the same thing to Cornell West at Harvard. Yes. Cornell West. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just think it goes to show you how like, they're still because I think when they're, when when black scholars elevate to those positions, it sort of it shifts you know yep. the establishment. It's like okay now that means there's gonna be more room for more of them in our place, and maybe they don't want that. You know what I mean? So even when you have people who have done great things, like she did the was it the six it was the sixteen nineteen project sixteen nineteen yep project yep. yep. And then you have people who are as famous as Cornel West facing these issues. It goes to think about how many other black scholars we don't know yeah. about who have just mm-hmm. been exactly you know, squandered like that. Because you know, when you put your career, there are certain careers where academics is really the only route you can go. And then tenure attempts to, is like the ultimate end goal. And when that's denied, you're just kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. And think about how many people can advance because of this. 
this you know bias or just because tenure is not a thing that's just a gift or favor people do you earn it you work your way up to it so when people are denied those positions like what does that do for the field and for diversity in that field because when we you know sometimes you talk about diversity and we just talk about the identity part we're like oh we don't have enough black people but we don't talk about why they aren't there it's not like mm-hmm. it's just like oh we need to have this certain amount it's like you do have an amount of black people working in those fields and they're not allowed to advance and that's what creates that small you know number Mm-hmm. And if, I think if we talk about that more, like the system, like the step-by-step process of how you get to this place where we have nobody or very small amounts of people in the field, then it will be understood better. And they were the weird part about it is like she blatantly was the first person in this position to not get tenure. Like that's the part that I don't get. Mm-hmm. It's like you can have all these other predecessors and hire all these other people. And then all of a sudden you hire her and she's an alumni of that university. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, well, she's not getting tenure. Um, I don't understand. Like, obviously, none of us understand, but it's, it just was such a blatant dismissal of her credentials, her experience. And the fact that you have this alumni coming back to the school, you should be excited about that and want to keep someone like that. No, exactly. I mean, I think that's like, that's the big one right there, right? It's like, I remember being on social media or whatever, there are people like, well, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't have a PhD. And it's like, uh, that's not the point of this position. Like, this no. is specifically for journalists to get into academia. Like, they don't There's need There's so many professors, not so, so many, but there are a lot of professors and heads of academic departments that don't have uh, PhDs. Mm-hmm. You know, they've proven, they've proven their rigor and their knowledge through other ways. And clearly she has, so. Right. Yeah, but thank God, like, look, she's going to Howard. Look at where she's going. And one thing that kind of I had a question about with this was, you know, that migration of Black talent to obviously UNC. Was it UNC that she's at? I forgot which University of North Carolina. Yeah, it was UNC, UNC, right? Yeah, Um, There's a lot of Black students and there's a a connection there. Or at least I know from my dad going to college in Raleigh. Um, But, you know, like a lot of us can be migrating to Black institutions as opposed to non- you know, black focused institution. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mean, I think that there is like this open question. I think I was even watching um, a hearing. It was like, you know, historically, I mean, we like the greatest minds, like greatest black minds, like pre segregation, obviously all went to HBCU. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe we should start thinking about like going back to HBCUs. And I'm like, yeah. Right. I mean, That's what I, I was thinking from this. Major, but, you know, Tahanasi Coast is also coming to Howard. I'm like, ooh, I'm on, I'm on I want to read I know, I know. I want to read books. Let's, right. Like. You know why I thought about I that too. I actually, funny enough, I've had a, I've had a, 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 a little light bulb go off in me. Something I always wanted to do, but I never thought I could do it. But I think I might do it, depending yeah. on if I can get a job in it. I think I want to be a professor. I want to be a college professor. You should. I mean, I can't do it. I know that I have the degree to do it. So, you know, the voice degree, you don't need a doctorate, but I can do it. But I want to, because I don't like to teach, since I don't like to teach intermediate, I don't, I don't know how to. I don't know how to. I just don't, Mm. I don't have the skills. I don't have the skill set to do it. And I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I have the patience. No, I don't have the patience. I I don't have the, I have the patience. I just don't have the skill set. Mm-hmm. you know, to take somebody there. I don't mind sitting with somebody for a long time, but if I'm going to sit with you for seven hours and I don't know how to get you to get to a particular note from one note, it's that's on me. That's not on the person. It's just, I don't know how to do it. So, mm-hmm. but 
I think that's great that she um she's going to HBCU. My brother went to HBCU. My brother went to HBCU is where he graduated from, and he's doing like mm-hmm. IT computer science now. So Howard was the there. first school I got accepted into, and I was like really ready to go, but I went to live in New York City. <laughs> so that was kind of like the breaking point. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that, Mikey. Yeah, first even the first college I got accepted into. Do you know where I almost went, Micah? You, oh, I can't hear you. Where? Uh, University of Miami, Oxford. Wait. Oh, Ohio. Really? I love University of Miami. That white, white ass school. I was almost. No, it was extremely white. Yeah. Because I went and saw the men's league club. I thought the men's league club was the best thing I ever heard in my whole damn life. I lost my fucking mind and I applied. So I'm going to fucking University of Miami, Oxford. And then, like, I get gotta have the Ohio State first. And my parents were like, yeah, to go somewhere. You gotta go to Ohio State. I was so mad about going to Ohio State. But then when I got there, I was like, oh no. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> This is where I was supposed to be. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I've heard about Ohio State. <laughs> Baby. Lots, of alum- lots of alumni there. In this oh, my God. It's such a big, big old school. Mm. Oh, come on. Look at you. I'm, look I'm like Yes, she's yeah, okay, Rebecca. Just paint her I'm face. I'm the glow up of our ladies here. Yes, our glow up. Yes. The glow up of our ladies is everything. Yes. Yeah, I'm like pulling double duty. I got a meeting. Rebecca and Sam's Sam. got her hair brown. Looks, it wasn't brown two Sam weeks looks ago, beautiful. was it? She looks very it was, like, it was brown, but I feel like it's getting lighter from the, when I was out. Yeah, I feel like it's getting yeah. lighter. Yeah. Come What's on, Rebecca. Give the girl Sherelle, honey. Right, <laughs> child. But tomorrow I'm getting my hair done, honey. So she is at her raggedy end. Woo. <laughs> Literally, as she brushes the raggedy end of her. Literally brushing this weave, child. It's a mess. <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> um, speaking of brushes and weaves, and I don't know, that's, that's a terrible... I'm, you know, I'm not gonna talk about that. Well, well, <laughs> that was a terrible segue. I'm not gonna go there. Um, so, speaking of you know, black women in sports, it was a segue right into that. Oh, can we talk about speaking of about who? So the weave transition was gonna go to Shikari. Yes, that was the transition. Why didn't you do it? That's where I, I saw cannot. it. It's Q- It's QSOM, honey. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if these Quintessa said, don't water it down. Could see how hard I am bu- brushing this synthetic hair, honey. Let me put it this up. way, girl. And I hear it too. I hear yeah, it. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear this weave? <laughs> Wait, since we don't have a journalist on the panel no more, that, ju- that journalism integrity girl, she can be sweeping the corner. So make wow. a trans- make a transition, baby. Make a transition. Well, I already made the transition. So, so Miss Harry. <laughs> Shakari uh, is will not be competing in the Olympics officially, which is such BS because she smoked some marijuana when she was cop- in a state that where it is legal to possess and smoke marijuana, um, because she was coping with the death of her biological mother. Um, so that's BS. And then on top of that too, we also have some two Namibian sprinters. Um, their names are. Da, 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 um, their names are, oh, sorry, uh, Christina, m- 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 I'm not, Christina I know, I was like, and Beatrice Mussolini, um, because they have naturally high testosterone levels. Um, so we're just, you know, our, our, so, our bath is getting kicked out. Hmm? I, I definitely wanted Shikari to run. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I definitely wanted her to run. Um, I do think the law is like, it's the law. I mean, yes, free or not free. It's it's legal in Oregon. But the only thing I will say is, I know other athletes who have not been qualified 
for marijuana use to compete in different competitions. The rules are the rules. I'm a runner. I That's ran. The, I was number five in the state of New Jersey, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> just just girl, FYI. in Jersey, <laughs> in the in the ninth <laughs> in the ninth most populous state in the country. Okay, no right. one posts about New the Jersey, ninth, girl. No, ma'am. Ninth, say Connecticut, ninth, say New York, not Jersey. I was number five no, hurdler. Jersey. But, um, First of all, you were hurdler. Her little step. Yeah, I did one ten and four forty hurdles. What? Yes, yes. Mike, I, used to tear, I used to tear them up. Wow. All right. Oh, that's right. So, you know, so for me, I, I mean, yeah, I think she should be able to compete, but it's just the fact that all these other people weren't qualified. And when you do run whatever sport you do, the rules are the rules. I, I, I get she had a traumatic situation and I wish she could run, but it's like, what are, you, what are you supposed to do to everybody else that got disqualified from the Olympics? Right. That's how I feel too. Now, however, no, let me tell you why I do not support the mother. Because first of all, she's homophobic. So bitch, I'm not doing that. Who? Shikari, a tweet about Lil Nas X. Don't play. I don't do that. No, ma'am. I don't wait, give a she's, fuck about. She has a she has a girlfriend. Honey, when has I wait, ever? Wait, what, what did she for? say about? Wait, 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 look it up. Okay, it's not for me to say. Let's be honest. She, but, said, she said. She said if you support Lil Nas X, you don't have unfollow me. She has sent some some on the girls. You know the girl research. She has said some real nasty thing about the girls. So no, ma'am. Fuck you. Ooh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. If there I was mean, a white woman saying racist shit, and who, no, ma'am, she doesn't get that. She doesn't get it from me. But like, oh I mean, my so, gosh! So like, I think also that point too. Though, I mean, I think as a counterpoint to that, I mean, you have to understand too that like, you know, just be, like as someone who has been oppressed, like I mean, based on you know, she's she's oppressed on her sexuality, on her race, on her gender, like, and she can like, and like because of that, she might like she push that on other people, and she. I, I don't. That's I, fine, but that's not my problem. She's an asshole for that, and she needs to be. But, but also, thing, like, it could be, it could be strictly religious. It might not be the fact that it like, could be not, whatever. Be saying, hey, like, I don't want you. Like, that's the Bible. Fine. This way. Like, that's that fine. But what you it is. What? Like, she didn't say that she's homophobic. She said, just don't follow me. She didn't say exactly. No, what. she has said something. You can read it. She said some other things that were actually quite homophobic. My point is, A, number one, the rules are in oh. place. Yes, it is legal in uh, to, for you to smoke weed in states, but the Olympic rules are not for a state. It's for inter, uh, international competition. You read <laughs> the book before, and bitch, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I'm sorry. I And I've... I, since Jada died, girl, I've taken a lot of fucking weed. But if I have to motherfucking run and I knew that weed was going to make me not run, I wouldn't be taking weed. So, bitch, fuck you for that. No, man, we got to yeah. well, hold you can't people's feet. Like, no, yeah, like, why? Can't. But we have to hold people's feet to the motherfucking fire and stop yes. this fucking mess. Yeah, yeah. She knew the rules. She knew the she rules. She knew what the rules were. Bitch, fuck she that. Knew the Next rules. time, do better. You knew the rules. Can we just, can I just Sorry. Really go back? I'm a little hot yes. because I hate when people do, when people don't take responsibility for their shit like that. Did you just it say, drives me uh, for crazy. You, you have mentioned something and you just put it in there real, real quick. That oh, me just being high all day. Since me. Jada died, what you're not going to do is put that on Jada's death. Oh, no, no, like, no, 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 no. I'm saying, what I'm saying is that if I was an Olympic athlete and I know me and my, you know, my, my, I love my trees, but if I was running, I wouldn't be like, Oh, girl, I need to go ahead and do this, knowing the rules that they're going to test me and that's going to happen. So I'm not going to be like, saying. you know what? I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, my best friend just died. This is, I'm not going to do any of that. And I just think that there's a response. Now, she did say she took responsibility for it, which I applaud her for. I do mm -hmm. not like her behavior when it comes to gay men. I do not. So, therefore, just like I don't fuck with white people who say racist shit, I don't fuck with people who say homophobic shit. So no, and it sounds like she has Period. a history because she was now, yeah. I see her, she criticized Rihanna for getting beat up by Chris. So that part, so yeah. no man. But 
But I think she was. Mm. I think she was. I don't care how traumatic she is. Trauma. How trauma? Much trauma she has. Okay. You have trauma. Mikey, you have trauma. Sam, you have trauma. Rebecca, you have trauma. Mikey, you have trauma. I have trauma. You bitches don't act like that when times come through that. No. That's true. That is true. You walk into the room. You walk into the room. You show up. Put it by the fire. You walk into the room and you show up. Next time, she won't do it. That's true. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Sam, what do you? I feel like you're about to say something. Oh well, I you know for her, I did hear about the little Nas X things. I actually heard it from other people who are um, homosexual, and they did not have the same take that you did. Not to say all, all homosexuals have the same opinions, obviously not, but they were more, and I agreed with them more of the um, of the idea that um, because you know, some similar to what Micah said, because she's coming from an environment where like that's what she's growing up growing up in, like the oppression sometimes people like you see this a lot with black a lot of black people who kind of like show anti-blackness and that happens a lot too with within um the, the communities around sexuality mm-hmm. well they'll be like homophobic to other gay people mm-hmm. who are gay themselves and sometimes they may not realize that they're being homophobic they'll 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 say something under the guise of it being about something else like about being cultural but even though mm-hmm. we can that it's homophobic because we're older than her, you know? Yeah. I don't know how old her, her tweets were. But I, I like to leave space for people for redemption because I can't imagine what how where any of us would be Absolutely. before. That's we a great point and information. If we were 20 or 21, we wouldn't yeah. have Ooh, that's Ooh. true. And I just read she was she was 16 when she made that tweet about Lil Nas X. She was and, sure, 15 years old. And to be honest, it looks be, like to be fair to her. And the reason why I'm so passionate is because I'm the person on the other side of those tweets. So therefore, I'm the victim. Who, no, I've been a victim of people like that. She, so therefore, I'm 16. very valid about these points right here. Because them people who were quote unquote hurt and didn't know any better, they were the ones that treated me like shit. But that's that, mm-hmm. that's that not make it right. And so therefore, I will right. not stand them using that excuse. I'm sorry. That's me. Say to Danny Carmel. So no, ma'am. Fuck you. Oh, well, no, and I agree with, with your feelings because, like, you know, intention, <laughs> intention versus impact, those are different things, right? Like yeah. getting stabbed by someone with by, by accident even still hurts, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's something. Yeah. To, that's true. That's wow. that. yeah. to make mm. space for wow. that. But on the topic of like, if it's fair about what happened to her, and I don't know if I'm like still trying to battle like and unlearn a lot of like respectability politics because I do think that this sheds light on the fact that this rule shouldn't exist at all. Um, in general, yeah, for, internationally, yeah. your performance, in fact, it slows you down, right? It does, right. So mm-hmm. it's, not a, it's not a performance enhancer. But the thing is, I think that's a part of me that's like, come on, girl, you're black out here in these streets. You know damn well that there's anybody who wouldn't get any leeway. Thank you. It would be you because they don't it want you to win. First, right. yeah. So yeah. Like, I was like, really, I was like, come on, man. Yeah. yeah. That comes from me my whole life. You got it. Being you, got told it. That you cannot slip up. You got it. Right. Hang out with your friends, your little white friends, and they're doing this thing, experimenting, doing that. If you get caught, you're not gonna have the same consequence that they That's did. The thing. And I'm like, and I, was, and I, I know she heard that speech. Sure. She had to. Sure. Had to. So right, she wrong, had to. right, wrong, or indifferent. It ain't fair, but it is what it is. Yeah, and, and she was so, made aware. I don't think this is a shock to her. Yeah. I don't think any of this was a surprise to her. Yeah. So that's why yeah. it was kind of hard for me to be like, oh, it's not fair. Let's abolish the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Why? When you are black in this country, in any industry, yeah. mm-hmm. in any scenario, you must show up and be better just to get <laughs> half a look. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, and yeah. I, it, yes. And I think that, you know, I, I'm somebody, 
who is labeled as very progressive or radical often, mm-hmm. right? Which I don't think is true. I just think that like what I think is common sense because we live in a very conservative country, like anything that goes beyond that point makes you radical. I just think that we have to be careful just because we're talking about certain things now and certain conversations are becoming mainstream mm-hmm. that people are getting comfortable. I'm like, just because we're talking about racism, it's because we're now being, everybody else is being aware but what happens to black people? It doesn't mean that it's over, it's ending. No, mm-hmm. we're still doing it. Just some people now are interested and they're talking about it. So um, I think that's what happens. And uh, we need to like, we're, we're not quite there yet. And I hate to say it, but you know, we can't get too comfortable yet. We're not in that place. Yeah. And yeah. to be fair, I don't want anybody to think that, even though I went off on her, that I did not want her to run per se. It was the homosexual thing that kind of fell, threw me over the edge a little bit. That was where I was, I'm more angry about. So it's not so much her run. She's a very talented young lady. Uh, we all make <clears> mistakes. <throat> and, but I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, is that rule fucked up? Absolutely. You know, oh, yeah, 100%. So I think that that rule needs to be evaluated, but that rule should be followed because you know what? Once we start to get a slippery slope of this, oh, we should be with a black woman. You know who's hurt because of a black woman? Them two African bitches that have testosterone that are naturally in their body, not weed that's unnaturally in their body. Yeah, that's the difference. Let's ride for them. Yeah, that's true. They that's not right for a bitch that read the book that said don't smoke weed, but like, eh, knew the weed. rules. Yeah. That's and the I, ones. I, not yeah. the people who would naturally have testosterone in their body, they cannot help because that's just mm-hmm. the way they were born. That's who we need to be mad about. Not, no shade to Shakari, no shade to her, but we should not be putting that much. There is a black energy on top of that, a bitch yeah. who read the rules versus two people who are actually just living as women and just having to have a little extra something to say, oh, no, you can't. That's mm-hmm. ludicrous. And there's like certain health conditions that are very common in black women that cause increase in testosterone. So Mm. that to me is racist. Like that rule. Right. These are are not men. Right. You're just faulting them for literally punishing them for just being black and having some. Yes. Like Michael Phelps wasn't told, oh my God, you can't swim because you actually have physical characteristics that make you a faster swimmer. They just let Mm -hmm. him win a bunch of times. Like early man, honey. Even though he was literally like, he had like fish qualities or something. He's an early man. Yeah, you know, had more capacity. <laughs> Most of his height was in his upper body. Yeah, ninety yeah. yeah. percent of his height was in his upper body. And acid. his his mm-hmm. ankles were double jointed. His ankles and his like um his hands, his like he wrists, yeah. his wrists. Like he he's a superhuman being. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's why I'm at. So sorry. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I mean, I I I I was disappointed that she was not running. Um, but I also felt like we all know the rules when we're in a competition and regardless of whatever we agree with them or not, we know what they are on that one. So yeah. I do wish her luck. She's very talented. She, she's young enough that she can do this again. Thank God. And, yeah, and I exactly. think that when she, she puts her ego away, cause I feel like she has a little bit of an ego. That she she's 21. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. But, but, no, no, it's, I'm not, I'm not yeah. talking about her, her sport ego. I'm just talking about the, the youth ego, not the sportsmanship I mean, ego. You know, she's young. Yeah, that's normal. Well, once that she's going to be fantastic in whatever the next Olympics or whatever, she's world champion, whatever she wins that, she's going to let the girls have it. And hopefully she but, grows to a better person. But on mm-hmm. the flip side, though, too, I mean, you know, as you get older, the Olympics only, your body only lasts for so long. So she better keep that ego and keep that body until. In you check. Know, <laughs> right. And you know what you don't do? And don't smoke. And don't smoke. Exactly. She only has one more, probably. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. probably squeeze yeah. a second yeah. one. I right. think she could do two more. Yeah, she could do two she, more. 
She wouldn't. She she could make it to thirty. A runner like her, she yeah. could make it to thirty. And she's don't short. smoke no trees. Now that you know, bitch. Now if she get caught smoking trees again four years from now, bitch, I'll be like, girl, you need you need your ass whooped now. You just wait. We all just wait <laughs> until you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not worth it. It is not, not worth it. No. Wow. Well, this is such a great conversation. So we're gonna move to our music <laughs> break. Um, so um, we are going to be showcasing, uh, highlighting Anita, uh, the br- Brazilian singer. So we what have three tracks say? by her. The first is her first English single, uh, English single, Girl from Rio, which I love. Next up is her song with, um, it's Magusta with Cardi B and Mike Towers. And then um, her uh, Portuguese language song, Bang. So uh, you listen to Queer State of Mind, Radio Free Brooklyn. Here is Anita. Bye. 
Let's eat the cake like it's my beat day. Todos los días en mi cumpleaños. Go, I like your rock, don't take it easy. Que seguía, I like it in the band. Me gustan los machos y que coman puca. Que siendo el amor me jalen la peluca. Él me dijo que le fascina mi punta. A mí me gusta el dinero, no te confunda. I like girls, they kiss on girls. Eso me pone un paya. I like working, I like working. No my head is ya, ya, ya. Yo tengo el sazón de una afro-latina. Y muevo mi cintura como Shakira. La caldianita, su fly, mamacitas. Bad bitches, me gusta todita.
You're listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queerstateofmind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Welcome back. That was Anita, the Brazilian. I like. She's good, right? Yeah, that the the first one reminded me so much of Astrid Gilberto. Obviously, this the song was a pickup of one of hers. Oh, you know, and so many and so many Brazilian singers. Not so many Brazilian singers, but some Brazilian singers have been doing, you know, carrying that legacy. Even Astrid's daughter. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. That little, that little. That was awesome, Micah. Mm-hmm. That was a nice music break. Yeah, it was. There, I must Thank say. You. Thank you, know, you. I want you know, you know, I, you know, show support for the diaspora. You know, that's right. Place, you know, Ooh, Brazil, <laughs> huh? All over. Yeah. Interesting place, right? Lots of us in Brazil. Okay. Yeah, like lots of us who might not like us in Brazil, but they're there. <laughs> yes, we're there. <laughs> Look, my cousin went down to Bahia. She lived there for about a year or two. She got her life. Ooh. And she and she was received well. She got. I was going to come down and visit, especially after saw some of the photos at the beach, but didn't get a chance to make it. I've had some interesting Brazilian experiences. I mean, I've been mm. told to go back to cl- click back to my hut. Um, I've had some Ooh. interesting experience. Oh, girl, I'm all about speaking oh. my truth today, girl. My mouth, sorry. No, no. I, I mean, that's what happened to you. That's what happened have to you. No, no the bullshit. Brazilians have been nice my, to me. And let me just say, by the way, sorry, uh-uh, Shikari, Shahari. Um, Shikari. Shikari. I didn't mean to cuss at that woman. I did not need to cuss at that woman. I was just feeling some type of way. I've been low on edge lately, so I want to apologize for her for that. Even yeah. though what I said, I meant, but I could have said it without using profanity. Let me just Agre- put that out there. Well, look at that. That look I respect God. you for, but look I, at God for, yeah, for yeah. those statements, for that young 21-year-old woman. I'm trying um, to yeah, I think things. that the Brazilian, because <laughs> we all were 21 once. Exactly. Whether it was five, six, or 30 years ago, we were all 21 months, and we can all recognize that, you know, she, I like, I, I had a hard time being disappointed by her not following the rules and knowing what the competition, because like, I really wanted her to win. Me too. But yeah, I won't go back. I won't return, so. But here's a question for you, Marquis. It's not even so much about mm-hmm. her, and this is for all of you guys here. I could be wrong, but I find that since this shift over from the millennials, like there is a there is an issue with the people who are 25 and below following rules. Not even like not rules that are like ridiculous, but just following rules in general. I would is say it 30 just and below. me. Yeah, 30 <laughs> below. I've seen the fact that people are they just have a inadequate way of not taking responsibility for the bad behavior and always making an excuse for something else. So- That's just what I've seen. So I think that 25 people under 25 have always been that way. We were just part of that group at one point. We didn't notice. No, I don't know, we Micah. know. I no, think no, no, something girl, different no. about it's these people who no. are below 30. Like, I'm not, I'm not even saying 25. I'm saying 30 yeah. freaking years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lack. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was going to say, like, quickly, I just like, there's a lack of accountability. There's a lack of anything that's organization to them is pressure and 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 like they just don't want to adhere to anything frankly i say now (laughs) i don't lose any listeners from that i'm just saying from some observations and by the way this is duran speaking 
<laughs> oh no, no, it's not that to me. But I have been Mike. I've known you for a long time, and I've seen some of the mistakes you've made. But you have never went, "Oh, this is somebody else's fault." This is what I'm saying. You've never went, "Oh, girl, no," you know, because you've never done that. It's like you've made fucked up mistakes that we all have, right? But you've never said, "Oh, well, I should be given chance because of A, B, C, D, F, G." Like, no, bitch, you fucked up. Next time, don't. Like, how much of it also is like? you know these younger these younger folks just realizing that the system that we live in is fu- is fucked up and they're saying no, no that's what i'm saying right? the system is fucked for a lot of things but what it is is this one thing to know that the system is fucked we all know that but nothing to try to take the system is fucked the things that are not fucked because you feel like no because the girls if girls okay what is it say girl you give a bitch an inch she takes the whole ruler that's why the young girls do for me Right. <laughs> they want to take the well, whole fucking ruler. You're just like, bitch, no, it's not fucked up here. You're wrong. No, this is fucked up, obviously, because I think the young people, what they've done has been great. Is some things I had to reevaluate that were actually more abusive to me than it was beneficial to me that the young people have pointed out, like, oh, no, girl, you don't need to be treated that way. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do this. And I'm like, oh, cool. You know what? You guys are very right. But there are things you just like, really? So mm-hmm. you read that, you know that, and just came in here to said, don't shit on the pot, and you just walk and shat in the pot, you're like, and the, the, when I knew about this, it was Sam brought this up, is when the guy did the whole thing in the restaurant, and they said he was playing trap music, and so people were twerking because he was playing trap music, and Sam, 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 Sam said something so profound, she's like, we're not lab rats. That's not an mm-hmm. excuse to twerk at somebody's restaurant, <laughs> high in the restaurant. No matter what music they're playing, if they play porn music, gonna start fucking. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like that's what I mean. It's like that line is like, where do we get that line? Be like, you need to get together. You're not a yeah. fucking lab rat. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. And I think that for me, that's my well, I think opinion. just respect for other people. And I guess I get like breaking the system or changing. I appreciate it. But also, I think there has to be some sort of not respect for the system, but respect for others around you in certain circumstances that. I don't know. I feel like there's a, like a lot of um, self-centeredness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. Just respect, yeah. respect for your environment. When you go, when I got invited to uh, Micah's aunt's um, 60th birthday party, I know this is not the place to say this or to do this. Mm-hmm. It's not the place for me right. to be that Miss Karma. It's that, but I feel like there's no line there for a lot of younger people there's no line it's just like oh, no yeah. we have to do God this forbid. everywhere it's like no, no you yeah, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do agree with you on that. I, mean, I definitely have seen that especially if um there is a certain pop there's a population of people who like i want to be authentic to myself oh, political man 100%. i love you hey, micah got an office to run for child honey she, honey she's no, she got Micah, let us do the dirty work, baby. You are speaking correctly. Go ahead, continue. You sound no, wonderful. You. You're doing but, um, but no, I, mean, I think that there is, you know, I think people generally want to be authentic to who they are and like live their truth. But sometimes they, people mis, mis, misinterpret that as I have to be on, I have to be 100% or whatever this way at all times. It's like, no, you don't have to. Like, if, if, if you go to a vet that calls for black tie, don't you wear a black tie. Don't be like, I live in my truth. Yeah. I'm going to wear this thing. It's like, no, yeah. that's what the invitation is. Girl, about. I had a whole argument with someone. Someone said, well, it's not that it's a black tie, but I want to live my truth. I said, well, bitch, don't go. Yeah. That's their right. rule. They pay for that the truth food of the and that free liquor that I'm going to drink black tie. This black tie. <laughs> that's right. I look like a Fuck my liquor, bitch. Get out. 
You're not going to meet no girl. I'm not coming to march with you. No girl. You're not going to fuck my good liquor at the bar. <laughs> I'm going to meet, march I'm gonna meet, I'm gonna meet my sister over there. Posey, you're going to meet you. Yeah, I'm going to meet you at the bar, Miss Carmel. Okay, good. You got your tie. I got my tie. Let's go. Let's leave this young bitch over here. Deron, go get a tie. So. <laughs> I mean, with that said, I mean, I think there is still a way to obviously like, express your individuality, whatever, but like within those confines, like you can still make it work. I mean, that's that's the beauty of culture and creativity but like doesn't yeah mean, like look at you I'm right now you might get something out of it naked, you know right. like no Hello? Is. well look at you right now you are uh an aspiring political candidate and you have um bleach blonde hair you're still mm -hmm. expressing yourself but yeah. it's not um out of the the realm you need to be out of and part of the reason why i got a blue beard is because i wanted something that was like edgy but still within the confines that if i needed to go to a black tie dinner i can mm. still put on a black tie and go with this blue beard and it's not going to disturb what I need to do. And I know there's a respectability politics to it somehow, but I think there is a fine line into when we actually start to respect, disrespect our own spaces uh, in that sense. That's where it's just like, okay, you know, we're all cool here. I can go to the opera. I can find a group of people at the opera. I can kiki with them. We can talk and code and all of that, but I still know I'm at the opera. You can still do this thing. You've been to black tie events, Michael, where you can still talk nasty shit with the fags that are there too. But it's still, you know, it's still here. Not like, oh no, I gotta put my cheeks out so the girls gotta know who I am and what I do. It's like what like you did a private magic. Yeah. I was wearing like chaps to the to opera. Ooh. First and foremost, girl, you know you would not make it there because I would read you the fuck. You'd be in the parking lot with me as a bitch. You would not come out here. What well, you're not gonna do is you are the not going to dress like Duran and come in this motherfucking opera. Yes, if I have a thirty of uh, or under forty event, maybe like that would be more. <laughs> yeah. I think like once a month they have the uh, under forty young adults. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> maybe you can put a little chaps there. Put a little you know, <laughs> show up with some leather. Yeah, with a little <laughs> <thing. laughs> Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Um, and we have, we have like a few minutes left before um, our the second messy hour. hour. The messy hour. I'm not having. We need to talk about Wendy. I know. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about Wendy. Is that from mess or? Oh, it's mess. Let's talk about it in mess. Yes, yeah, about mess. It's, a, it's, a, it's one of the greatest hour. reads of all time, girl. Yes, I just read it. Oh yeah, my so god. Who wants to like Sam? Do you want to start it? I mean, we have we have like start it off, and then I'll stop you. Yeah, we'll go second no, hour. We'll continue. Do you want to save start. it for the second hour, though? I mean, we, have that... to, we have like a minute. Okay, you know what? I'll just start the second hour was... early. And then we'll... uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't know it was two minutes away. <laughs> oh my God, I want to start early. I was going to yeah. like quickly to honor the situation that we talked about earlier. Uh, this one would need the Hitler. Which one? Essian situation. Oh, yes. Well, well, but, let's go yeah, take an hour. I'll skip it. Yep. Okay. okay. No, yep. don't skip it. Don't just hold it for like 30 seconds, girl. We'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um that was right, so cute. So we're about to start. Oh shit. Yeah. We're about to start our second hour. Um we'll be right back. Um go get a refill or whatever it is you need to do, and we will be joining you in a moment. Well, speaking of fucked up, honey. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, she don't came up. Look at her. Look at God. Getting merch. <laughs> I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something, honey. Mm -hmm. He's not going to let me do anything. Let's get that right. Ah, ah, yeah. Bitch, I 
see what you did there. You see what I did there. And I appreciate it. It's amazing. This remix will literally give you life. Okay, yeah, we're listening to Curse of the Mind. I'm going to let these queens calm down because they Ooh, do need to calm down. They're whatever. doing the most. I'm All right. Do what, I want. what is happening? What is happening on the record right now? Say your girlfriend. I'm like, no, this is my good Judy. This is the fuck you mean. Right. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that are not in the mood, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Time for the messy hour, right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Welcome back, everybody. Um, so, okay, well, uh, by a show of hands, do you want to go to the throwback track or do you just want to go right into Wendy? Um, I, I would like to just go right into Wendy and keep talking. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's go right into Wendy, y'all. Okay, we'll let Sam and Sam. Sam can lead it because, do you know what happened, Sam? I did. Is that a read? I have to say, I almost didn't listen to the read because Tabitha's way of speaking just makes me think of pancakes. And oh, it's very euphoric. Not euphoric. It makes me think of uh, archetypes and tropes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm oh, like, God. Mm. I'm, oh, okay. I'm familiar with her. I need okay. to get familiar with her. Wow. Okay, okay. Sam, Sammy just, Sammy just, she just threw another fabric in the motherfucking uh, 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 sewing yeah. room. Okay, I can see, fun. I can see it. <laughs> another fabric in the sewing room. room. Any type of Tabitha Brown audio, you know, I used to follow her, and I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I cannot listen to that with Pine Saw Lady at voice or whatever she's doing. Like, I actually my combo. Like, it's oh, that's a little harsh, but yes, okay, that's your experience. Yes, it, I, 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 I understand where you're coming from. It's very comfort, comfort. It's very comforting, black woman. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, so if that's the the way we're gonna call it. But no, you call her. No, Jerron's not here. Fuck that. No, Jerron doesn't interrogate the girl. What you want to call her? Mammy. <laughs> and I'm like, I know that, you know, white people love that type of black women. And so when she, you oh. know, they do tend to do well in media. Oof. So I said, get your coins. Oh, come on, but Sam. Also, it's very hard for me to, to sit through. But for this one, I said, you know what, Sam? You know what? I love a good bit of tea. I was like, I will do it. I will sit through this because I have a feeling it's going to be good. And you know what? It was. It was a very Ooh. classy, very um, just thorough read. It was. She sat Wendy down, and she gave her a rap on the knuckles with love. Ooh. But she did it in a way that made Wendy look even more shameful, like a wa- like like my Jamaican friends say, waste man, like a waste. <laughs> <laughs> not a waste month. When I tell you, I wanted to drive to Wendy's house and be like, bitch, are you okay? Because this bitch just dragged, she literally dragged you, but when the witch was dragged, she put a mattress on, on under you when she was dragging you up the street, but she was still dragging you up the street, but on a mattress. I mean, it was a nasty read. I like, she might as well have just Cussed her out and cussed her in between her legs and all of that, but I was just like, oh my god! <laughs> and was it was it a video read? I only read the text. It was a was it, it was a video read. It was okay, a video so I need read. to I need to list I need to watch it. Okay, 
I, I liked it from a text perspective. I thought pretty it was much perfect. what she said that Wendy had said that she, her retiring her husband, Tabitha Brown retiring her husband. Oh, yeah, the people was know a, what's going on. <laughs> uh, so, long story short, Tabitha Brown, um, who is a vegan um, chef, oh, I'm sorry, a vegan cook. Um, and, you know, well, because the girl chefs, you know, they go to school, do all that. I'm not going to give her a title. She's not, she's a vegan cook, not a vegan chef. And she's a social media personality. Very wonderful. Very loving. She's very positive. That's what Sam is getting at. She's one of those black women that's always positive to the point where it almost seems like, bitch, you're not always just fucking happy. Mm. It's one of those, but she's very she's much. magical Negro of Instagram. Yes. Yeah, so magical. Yes. But, um, but she is very much a black woman. All the essence of that stuff. So she, Wendy Williams has said she retired her husband from the police for her husband worked 15 years on the police force of LA, LAPD to support the family and support her as an actress. Tabitha Brown was actually on Will and Grace too uh, for an episode in the last season. A lot of people don't know that, but she actually had a big role. Yeah, when Grace blew up the toilet in her, in her boyfriend's house, the black police officer, that was Tabitha Brown. If you haven't seen the episode, she was, yeah, she had a big part. So she had done what she said, I'm retiring my husband because he actually worked hard and he supported my dream when we're poor together. Like he literally did everything he could to make sure that I was okay, sick and all he sucked by me. So Wendy was like, well, girl, that's a bad thing. Don't retire this man because once you do, for the pursuit of the dream, they're going to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, blah, blah, blah. So she said, Wendy, pretty much, Wendy, girl, you don't know what it's like to have love. So I hope somebody loves you enough one day to put their life on the line for you. I hope somebody loves you enough one day mm, for you mm, to be able to mm, feel mm, that. Mm, she mm, said, I'm retired. She mm, said, me and my husband, mm. we were broke together for a long time. We were, uh, uh, um, we've been successful together for the past couple of years. She said, we've done all this together. And she said, I made him a promise years ago for five years that if I don't make us an actress in five years, that, you know, he, we can continue, but he said it took me 15 years that he supported me. He got a job with the LAPD to make sure the family had food on the table to make sure I could go on auditions mm. as an actress. She said, I have been successful and I want to take him out of there because it's hard to be a police officer. I don't want to make sure my husband being shot at. He's real good at coaching kids. He does a good mm. nonprofit stuff. So she literally was like, it is time for you to retire. I got this. Yeah. And the thing is, she just said like, Wendy had a man who was living off of her from the moment he met her this mm. man was not this man was he was he's he a had true a job. man he was he a true a man he took care of his family like he was supposed to and just at this moment his wife's just like look i don't want you to come home and be like oh my husband's shocked because he's on lapd come on out of there mm-hmm. I need and to she drink. didn't have to it sounds like anymore he didn't, didn't have, have to do it yeah he didn't have to do it and but you know he was bittersweet but she did that for him because she's like you know what we've got the money now come on out and now you can find something to do Mm-hmm. You know, and he's fine because he's an actual man. He's not threatened by his wife's success. <laughs> there you go. There he's you like, go. He's like, oh, cool, bitch. I get to go ahead and play basketball with kids, like you know, for well, the rest of my fucking life and make it. It sounds fun. like Wendy wasn't thinking with this one at all. Like as I read it, and I'm like, why does she come for her? Like, why? Like, I, I guess she thought there was a parallel, but there wasn't one. No, because Wendy likes thugs, and she likes this man, and she doesn't. Know- I hate to say, Wendy doesn't know a man who understands, or maybe she doesn't want a man who understands her power. I mean, that's the thing. She might not want her equal. That's the shade. She, Wendy might not want her equal. Mm. Micah, you but, just, you but just the thing stood is, up. Like but, but I mean, but it's like, but like the fact that she thought she can compare someone else's relationship and that, and that person's partner and husband to, to her own was such a risky 
Like she's on the outside looking like, oh, well, now that her husband retired from being a police officer, her man's like my ex-husband. Well, it's not that like, no. Wendy, you're, Wendy, you're a grown ass woman. You know, life is not like that. Like your you cannot was, compare right. apples to apples just because on the outside, you think that's what happened. Well, your husband was a manager. Your husband was your manager. Your husband, yeah. literally, you were paying Employing your husband. Him. Mm-hmm. Her husband was not being paid by her at all. No. He's gonna spend almost he had maybe what 15 years. He had maybe he like said three or 23, four more years. 23 years in the, the force. 20, 23 years together, but I'm saying 15 years in oh. the force. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. But he was maybe like two, three years from retirement anyway. So it's not like he was a bum. 15 mm-hmm. years, 15 years in LAPD. Shit. Look, you someone else try it. <laughs> that is not an easy job. But I did like how Tabitha like very casually and coolly mentioned she's like i know you've never had a love like this before like yes you did yes she did nasty yes and you know i pray that you get it and i was like yes the ending the ending was so perfect i'm like bitch really now you didn't have to read out the dog shit out the mother like that no she did you like here's the dog shit here's wendy shut the hell up wendy she has been criticized for this before like she really goes hard on her criticism of like fellow black women. She's really mean to everybody, but like she kind of has this like really personal like knife twisting part that she has when it comes to them. And also I think when your hustle is just negativity and gossip, mm-hmm. right? And people say, oh, you know, Wendy's comparing apples to apples. I'm like, no, she just doesn't know how to be a person anymore. Like she's no. gone mm. so far. Like how many times in history did we have to witness her getting read for filth? And the thing about it is, mm-hmm. I think Wendy was not meant to be, you can hear me, Wendy was not meant to be as famous as she is. Mm-hmm. And Wendy mm-hmm. is literally the, the biggest talk show host in the world. And she yeah. was, I don't think her, her mind was meant to be that. And I think she just, I think there's something battling because it's like, no, you're Wendy Williams. You're literally the most famous person with a talk show since Oprah. And you're doing a gossip show, so therefore she just doesn't know how to get out of that. I think it's just one of those where, like, I think Wendy was okay being like under the radar, where you kind of heard of her. Yes, and, yeah. but now like she it's can literally video. sneeze. She sneezes. Mm-hmm. It's all over the news. Wendy Williams right. today. Show blah blah. Oh, she I remember being she a farts. kid listening to her oh. on the radio in Philly. Like my mom would sometimes listen to her, and she was. It was like, oh, this was a radio personality who yeah. said it to the local audience. Yeah. That listen to her so they we already knew we were gonna what we were getting we could relate and identify and take all of it in and then like yeah i mean you said the rest they do so it but like yeah i don't fault her for her success and her obviously culture yeah. went to that level where she got to where she's at today but yeah. fame and the career does you do sink into it and and you also, know, maybe that's the challenge also for her is the fact that wendy is elite and I think Wendy still tries to function like she's one of the girls that she knows. I watch yeah. the show. I'll be like, she be like, I understand. I'm on the yard. I'll be like, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're worth a lot of fucking money. You're rich. You literally pay- Wendy is paying fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a month or renting her apartment wow. in the high rise. Like you're not stop trying to be like, oh girl, I didn't get. Oh, that's too expensive. I'd be like. And people are just like, yeah, when I wouldn't have done that either. I'm like, but Oprah did the same bitch. thing. Oprah, all of them did well, the same Oprah thing. Knew like, she I'm was not rich, though. Uh, no, no, I think nearly well, Oprah, was, Oprah said, was, was like still being like, oh, I'm not going to spend that much money on an XYZ. Like, they, it's, it's part of the shtick. Like, but, uh, it's never going to go away. But they always say that Oprah actually never did that because um, Gil was actually the one running the show. 
the Oprah is actually supposed to be real treatment cheap and she likes her moscow mules but but gills <laughs> gills when like girl go ahead and buy that go ahead gills like a good girlfriend like girl buy that just, just do you earned it so the whole, no, you I'm need like, that friend the whole empire that said the empire is actually technically run by gill king but oprah is the face people always i can't gills believe magazine. i don't know i don't know no no gill, oprah oprah says that you know hey i approved it but I mean gill like does the magazine gill literally runs like she's the, the CEO of a lot of things because you know mm. Oprah Oprah can show up and do her job perfectly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, uh, remember uh, Oprah used to actually not work for Gil, but kind of was like assisting her a little bit. So Gil knows like the ins and outs of how to work the that system. That mm. is why when Gil King has now gotten to where she is now as a big interviewer like Oprah, she's made a lot of mistakes that Oprah would never make, like with arguing, mm-hmm. like you know. <laughs> You know, Oprah's just yeah. like, girl, no, you know, don't say nothing. You shake your hand and go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Gil be asking questions. Gil, Gil is actually a journalist journalist. He's, he's serious. He's serious. She's about, serious. Oprah be like, girl, don't ask that. Uh-uh, no, <laughs> just not here, but uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So why don't you put them eggs, devil eggs? What's that mean? Right. <laughs> oh, my God. I had right. some really good devil eggs last weekend. But, um... <laughs> Um, well, just to wrap this up, um, there's something I realized that we did not talk about that is really kind of important. Um, we have a new mayor. Well, oh my God, that's right. Yeah, it's the new. I don't even know who the fucking new mayor is. Is that man? Where are you? That doing shifty that? man. That Eric shifty Adams. man. Yes. What are you talking about, Eric? Eric Adams, the one from New Jersey. Yeah. He's shifty. Oh, the one from New Jersey. The one that lives in. <laughs> Posey, remember, girl, you're running for office. That Miss Carmen Martin right? and do, do, do no, the dirty people. Let up, Leela. No, you're my, you're my, you're my controversy over it. You're my sister, girl. There's no controversy, bitch. We want you to have look. That wasn't Micah. That was Sam that said that. Oh. That was Sam that said that was that one Micah. Girl, the one that the, the one that was a vegan with a salmon in her refrigerator. He had a salmon in his refrigerator. Stop it. Maybe that's for his, his girlfriend. Oh, no, Eric, Eric Adams had a salmon in his in his refrigerator. Yeah, the only they, thing they I really like about Eric opened Adams. It, like got meat in here. He's like, oh, that's not mine. <laughs> the only thing I liked about Eric Adams was when he said to the hipsters to go back to Ohio. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in the grand tradition of things, he is uh, our new shifty New York City mayor. So it's not like people are like, oh my god, he's shifty. I'm like, they're all shifty. <laughs> Well, I mean, like he grew no, up he in Brooklyn in that traditional way. Like I think, but he lives in Jersey, bitch. <laughs> That's the problem, you know. Like Duran said, who is on the show, hosting the show today, you know. He's <laughs> Micah didn't say hey, that. So what were you saying, Sam? No, but no. I mean, yeah, I was just saying, like he's like he's just more of the same, you know. He's definitely a Democrat machine, even though he tries to make himself seem like he's not. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was hoping for Maya Wiley to win. Me too. I would not have mind. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Micah? Or shall we? Yeah, I can share my thoughts. No, I was I was Team Maya. She was my she was my number one rank. Um, and yeah, I I just didn't like. I I think also too the issue that I think that we have in New York City is that the primaries are so important, but like I don't think anyone is aware of how important the primaries are, right? Because like. I think it's really easy to just like forget about them and then like wait for November, but it's like, oh no, like for us, like the primaries are the main thing. So I'm like, mm-hmm. is it possible that we can get like days off or like what can we do to like get people like more know more about it? Because uh Eric Adam Eric Adams only won by like what four thousand votes? 
Yeah, yeah it was won. super close. It was, it was super, super close. close. And it's like, how like not that many people vote. I mean, people don't vote, turn out for primaries. So it's like, is he like yeah. the mayor? You know? Well, do you think part of it was the fact, like, with us, you know, being in this progressive city, we had the, the top three of them. At the end of the day, yes, they're gonna have different practices, and Eric's more moderate than uh, Catherine Garcia and Milo uh, Maya Wiley, but. You know, we're like, okay, like we, we, it wasn't like we were like, oh my God, is Curtis Sliwa going to get into office? And if we don't really pay attention to what's going to, I mean, I think there's kind of a resignation to being comfortable. Not that I think that's okay, but I, I'm apologetic that I didn't, I missed the primary. I was coming back from the Poconos and it was like, oh, I forgot all about it. Um, so I didn't I vote. Also, yeah, Can I stay I on the show, Michael? So, I think it's also <laughs> understanding politics, like, we have this problem in this country in general, but also in New York where people would think, well, okay, oh, okay, at least we'll still get a Democrat. Not understanding that there's a big difference between an Eric Adams and a Maya Wiley. Even mm-hmm. a big difference between an Eric Adams and a Catherine Garcia. The differences are not, are pretty huge actually. So yeah. it does matter. Yeah. yeah. And people need to start taking that into consideration. Also like the other positions that you're voting for, because you know, everyone focuses on the mayorship, but city council, those are really important positions. That's what mm-hmm. determines like, what kind of resources you're getting in your neighborhood. Yeah. You know, all those different things. And like, there's a lot of corruption in other neighborhoods. Like I live in Canarsie. That's a very uh, Democrat heavy. Like that, my neighborhood is all like the Democrat machine candidates. Everybody's mm. from, and they put, a, you know, they want, they want the black homeowner vote. So they put a lot of energy into getting those kind of people out there. And you'll see sometimes like in our, um, representatives are like all these like old white Italian dudes, and like my neighborhood is like all black Caribbean people. Mm, it's like wow. a lot of corruption. Yeah. So when you talk about Eric Adams in Jersey, yeah. even though he's running for mayor in New York, I'm like, yeah, welcome to Canarsie. You're gonna see a bunch of people who live in like <laughs> Bill Bay City or Howard Beach, you know, running things in Canarsie. Well, I feel like mm. your city councilmen are very important, and you got to vote for people who will help you. Like, I wish that in Brooklyn I had a city councilman that will kick um the them bikers off the bike lanes and because one almost hit me the other day girl a motorbike almost ran me over oh my gosh but you know if i live if i live in sunnyside queens that would not be a problem you know (laughs) so i didn't i I didn't notice this so i didn't realize this Um, my roommate told me that um so for this so there's a lot of seats are only like a lot of city council seats that were just elected they're only around for two years. They have to go. They have to have another election in two years because of the way that well, that's ridiculous. Set up like it's like every like eighty years or something like that or whatever. They have to like have these special like reelections. So like I don't know how many seats <clears throat> is going to happen to, but there's going to be a lot of seats that like like a lot of current a lot of folks who won city council is a two term is a two year term. I, I feel like in general when I hear like. I didn't know about that. And when I hear like the, the U.S. House of Representatives is a two-year term, I'm not saying people being there forever, but I think by the time you get into a job, I mean, obviously lots of people are reelected to those positions, but when you get into a job, you have like six months just to like get your feet together. Yeah. What is someone going to do? And then like, if they are running for a re-election two years later, they're going to spend like another six months running or nine months running yeah. for office. So they're really not doing anything. Right. Um, or having a chance to make change, but yeah, exactly. interesting. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's my biggest criticism of the House of Reps is that like you're they're constantly campaigning. It's just like yeah, yeah, it I just feel, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, do you guys also feel like there are people who are too old in government? That's my opinion. Oh yeah, I think it should be a cap. I think it should be a sixty-five um, year old cap. 
just simply because I feel like once you cannot relate to the latest generation behind you, the, or I'm sorry, the earliest generation. Oh yeah, our latest doesn't matter. Behind the you, recent, the most recent yeah. generation. Thank you, Marky. Uh, behind you, there's a problem. And I think somebody who is in their 50s can definitely look at someone who's 25 and still be like, oh, yeah, I, I get some of this. But if you're like 70, 80, you're like, yeah, you know, that was a buffalo nickel when I went and got that bread in that hand. Like, uh, <laughs> well, look, good luck telling Nancy Pelosi that she turns 80 oh. this year and she is not going to have that lady's going to be there until she, she wants you're to leave. Until she wants to leave. First and foremost, Nancy from her Nancy Pelosi has been there for seven years, girl. That is the car stride. Another one. Yeah, that is that is that woman from Coraline. If you if you've never seen the movie, yeah. If you've never seen Coraline, that is that lady from Coraline. You know the one on the other side of the door. <laughs> I mean, I'm not in favor of age caps, but definitely term limits. I mean, I think that folks should. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. After, if you're there for like four terms, it's not, like, well, maybe House Members are a little longer, but for Senate, you should only be there like four. And after that, you get out. Because that's, if mm-hmm. you're there for four terms, that is like, so 24 years. Like, get out. Yeah, that's a long ass time. <laughs> like, that's not okay. But yeah, um, well, I guess he's the guy. <laughs> I guess he is. So we'll see. Mr. Eric Adams will be, unless, unless, a Fort Lee. Unless somehow the Republican wins in November, which I don't know. Curtis Lee was such a lunatic. Could you imagine? Oh. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I'd run out of the city so fast. I mean, <laughs> it'd be one of those things would be like, I mean, it'd be such a car, it'd be such a car wreck. <laughs> but it'd be a total disaster. Total disaster. I want to see it. Be <laughs> Look, we survived the federal election, so we're good. <laughs> well, I've seen him election. on the subway. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, Sam. Mm-hmm. So speaking of elections, did we talk about the recent international election-related drama that happened in the Caribbean? I That's what oh. I was trying to get in before the messy hour. <laughs> yes. Well, this is the messy hour, so you're fine. It is messy before. Oh, yeah, it is. Let's talk about it. Let me tell you what I did. So my parents were sleeping at my home and over my fam. And I get my phone's blowing up and I'm getting all these notifications that they assassinated the Haitian president in his home. Mm. And I'm, I'm like, what? Nah, nah. And I'm looking and it's con- being confirmed. And I looked online and I saw it on CNN. I was like, oh, it's on CNN. Oh, it's, bitch. It's That's it. So I'm sitting there waiting for my parents to wake up. I want to be the one to tell them, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a good kid. And they took forever. You, I ran to their door. I just woke them up. I was like, listen, y'all taking too long. I got to tell like you. You're like a four-year-old. I'm like, mom, dad, they killed Jovenel. <laughs> they killed him. I, my, my parents were like, my dad, first thing he said to me was, that's fake news. I said, no, it's on, it's on CNN. I can see it. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> but you know the, the, the thing about it that's crazy? It's like, it's not funny. But it's so bizarre and like shocking that you just don't know how to react. You're like, wait, they just like murdered him? Mm-hmm. Like in his house, right? In his house, with his wife in the house, she got shot. Where his child also in the house, she was hiding in her brother's room. Yeah. I heard, uh, that child's gonna be so traumatized. Like, and no one else got injured. It was just those two, right? And that's just, like, that's the crazy I think part. two of their staff or something, maybe they were, they were either injured. I know they tied them up. I don't know if they were injured from that, but there were other two staff members who were there. But that just, the whole thing just blows my mind. Like, I know the politics and everything that's related. There's been protests that's been going on for years mm. where he's related, and especially this year because he's been overstaying his presidency. And this was like a big deal that's been happening. 
And that's what caused some people to label him as a dictator even. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that's, the, people can debate that, like, if that's a <laughs> dictator, but the fact is, it's like, how do we go from that to this guy being murdered? I mean, you would think the head of state and uh, government is the most protected person in a country and whether they're, and I didn't know, I learned that the palace, the Haitian presidential palace is not inhabited by presidents because it's not safe. So they, the presidents choose to stay in their private homes for safety precautions. And here he is having decided to stay in his home and then, you know, you know, just getting murdered like that. So it was definitely very um, jarring to hear about. Mm -hmm. And, was, um, was, you know, and I'm an outs, yeah. Well, go ahead. No, 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 I'm just saying, and I'm not of, of Haitian, you know, I'm not from Haiti, but it was like, oh, wow, like what, what's going on that, that led to this and, yeah. you know, what could have, what could have caused it. I feel like all black people should be invested. In yes. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. like, particularly Haiti, because that's a country that's like a beacon of like hope for all black, black people in the Americas, especially because like that was a black republic, the first one in the Western world. First one. And then that was born of a slave rebellion. And that's mm -hmm. not just for Haiti, that's for all of us. Right. Amen. Right. You know that's what I mean? So, yeah. um, because like, they like to separate our histories too much, but I'm like, Actually, it's part of the larger history of the Americas. It's not specific. Yes. Mm. You know he was... So funny? Go ahead. Oh, no, no, go yeah. ahead. No, I'm just I was going to say the like, same. Black people should be kind of taking pride in that, too. Like, it's not just Haitian. A, a pride of a Haiti It's not just for Haitians. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think that, for me, what I've, I, I've seen is, I can honestly say this to you, and this is no shade. Uh, when I was in Liberia, we actually celebrated Haiti a lot. I feel a lot of... Uh, it sucks. That's just the way they decide. Said a lot of people in America don't celebrate the black countries the way they should. Just like Haiti is the first one in Western world, and I'm from Liberia. We're the first independent country in West Africa. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like I I knew I worked with um, Haitians when I worked at the Met, and always had the best time because like they were like they were so loud to the other people. To me, they just talk normal. <laughs> so they were like, "Why are you always like they, they don't they don't get on your nerves?" I was like, "No, they're just talking." And like the, the people are just so. And I just think that the whole thing sucks. Like I said, I understand we talked about it for the show what it's like to be in a coup. My father was in three of them. He, he almost got killed in the Liberian War. He almost got killed when he uh, in 1980 when he went back to like before Torbert, almost got killed during pre President Doe. So and a lot of these things happened because I allegedly I don't want to pop up missing that there's something that the government has that somebody needs. I know in the Liberian war, we are the largest export of rubber in the world. Mm -hmm. So when the, the head of state started to say no to the European unions, uh, civil okay. wars happen. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that are, and I think that's, I think honestly, African American America needs to get it together and really start to focus on things outside of the American aesthetic because there's a lot of other things happening. We have too many people in this country from different countries that are too ignorant about their history outside of. Well, the ignorant well, about history. Design. Design. That's by design, and I don't fault people. Exactly. That's, that's by, yep. It's by design. So I'm mm -hmm. it's by design. It's by design. But now, when, like we are on this radio show right now, whoever's listening to us, if you are saying you need to be more invested, your uh, not doing it is on you. At this point, mm -hmm. it's like there are people yeah. telling you that you need to do this. That's what I mean. You should do it. Like we're telling you, hey, like Sam said, my country was the 
uh, um, first, first, first yeah, you should really democracy. like like know that you should, you should really be like know know a lot more about Haiti than you do anything else. You should really be yeah. interested yeah. in all of that. And not just not not, not just know about it because I know like uh, and white people, said, everybody needs to know this. Yeah, mm-hmm. but not just know about it. Specifically, yeah. specifically for Black people, I'm like that's a point of pride. Obviously, for Haitians, we all know that we hear about it every year yeah. on New Year's Day because that's our Independence Day. But I'm like that's just a point of pride for Blacks in the Americas, period. Let me tell mm-hmm. you, Black people in Venezuela and, and, and white people too, and Colombia, like they know all about Haitians and like their contributions to other independent movements, even all the way in Greece, even in Greece. Mm-hmm. Like Haiti was out here, once Haiti freed itself, it was out here freeing everybody. Other people mm-hmm. know about that. It's like really here in the US where it's kind of like muted. And I understand why. They don't even know about the role that Haitian soldiers played in like this, in um, one of the wars, I think it was Revolutionary War where they fought in Savannah alongside yeah. to help out and stuff like that. And I think that like, so when things like this happen, I really want people to start taking the approach of like, not just oh, look what happened to those people, like look what happened to our brothers like who are in Haiti. Yes, that's so true. And the like thing is, fellow, though, you know, as you said, it was by design because mm-hmm. in the history books, at least the history books I, uh, when I was learning about, um, what it was positioned as the French were aiding the Revolutionary War, which they were. It was political. Yeah, they were for Louis the Sixteenth to fight against George the Third. But it was French. It was French from France, and it was Haitian soldiers from Haiti mm-hmm. <laughs> that were being you know, sent up to the United States, continental U.S. to fight. But it wasn't, that wasn't taught to me in school. It was, oh, they were all French. And then at the time, the meaning of French was white French people from France. It was not incorporating right. of these um, in, in enslaved uh, French Africans or not French Africans, Africans yeah. in Haiti who were utilized for for the war as well. I mean, there's just like, and, and I was almost going to ask, uh, submitting one of these conversations that we have about CRT, critical race theory, because this is why, you know, we need to have this awareness of culture, because so much has been covered up. So much has yeah. just been mass. Maybe it's better now than, you know, when I was studying school, but like, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. So when I'm hearing about this thing right now, and I'm thinking about the assassination, and um what that's going to mean for the people who live in, in the country, right? Because they were saying that, like, it's really quiet in the streets. I think people are afraid because it's like, if you can go and murder the president, what's going to happen to everybody else? In his house. In his house. One of the, most prote- the most protected man in the country. I mean, come right. Supposed to, be. right. Supposed to be. Right. Supposed to be, yes. This might be a little random, but Sam, I don't know if you know anything. What is it like for queer people in Haiti? If, do you have any friends I, or any... I, I do know of a little bit of like the situation there. And I would say it's very typical of what you would expect of in the Latin American region, you know? Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, understood. Yeah. Wow. You know, um, but I have to say that like, yeah, but everybody, people who are already vulnerable in situations like that become more vulnerable. So mm-hmm. now you can, uh, if you're poor, if you're living in the streets, and you're already suffering under these the gang violence that's been happening in Haiti, and then or you're queer. Imagine what's going to be now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, the country. Yeah, I mean, we I don't even know who did this? Yeah, I mean, it smells like a coup, but we don't know. We don't know. 
and 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 there's so many like red herrings as to who actually did this, right? It's like speaking English, like American accents, but also Spanish. Like we don't mm-hmm. know. Like mercenaries, mm-hmm. DEA. Like we, we don't know now. Ugh. Yeah, literally mm. anybody can say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And they said the two people that they captured were like Haitian Americans from Florida. Oh, I was oh, wondering. Really? I saw there were some U.S. citizens they captured. I didn't know if they were. So, you oh, know wow. what's interesting, uh, Sam? Just a little bit of tidbit here from um, someone. So, when um, the Liberian War happened, mm-hmm. it was organized here. Because in Liberian was a Blood Diamond War. It's the same war. Yeah. It's been a Sierra Leone from the movie Blood Diamond. There's a movie Blood Diamond. It's about uh, that war. So, it was organized in America. Yeah. By, yeah. So, a lot of stuff. So, what you were hearing are. I would say it like uh, Haitians who are in America who did not like how it was going in their country, even though they don't live there. Same thing happened with Liberians that they, they get the coin together, get the thing together. Mm. Allegedly, don't kill me if mm. I pop a missing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Laura, we gonna if, if I pop, if I pop my apartment now, if I pop a missing, this the Liberians get them. <laughs> let me know right now. <laughs> I don't even want to offer like you know. my hypotheses about what's happening because there are so many different. Um, things that are happening at the same time. And it could be anybody. Like, I know because we heard about the American-accented mercenaries. Of course, your brain's going to be thinking, oh, okay, this is interference, foreign interference. But it could also just be, like, people from the inside who just hired foreign people. Hire. That's always happening. That's always happening. You hire external mercenaries. You hire... Yeah. But I have to say to people, I won't tell... I won't offer my opinion because I really think in a time like this the best people to talk to are Haitians on the ground like not Haitian mm, Americans yeah. we're coming from Haitian Americans are in a very privileged position no matter how much we love the country no matter how much time we go there every summer we get to leave mm, yeah. and we, either, we don't have to worry about will I get a visa will I won't will I, will I get a visa like, we don't mm, know we're mm-hmm. of the US we don't have to worry so I think the best people to talk to in a situation like this are Haitian people which you can do easily now um, or underground people who were kind of have more um, experience who are living there, who have experienced like what's been going on in these past four to five years, especially particularly since February when the president who was recently killed um, did not want to leave his presidency because he was contesting the, the, the length of the term. Like, that was one of the mm. main causes of the big protests, you know, mm. they're disputing yeah, his yeah. end date. He's mm. saying, oh, no, my end date ends next year. And the people were like, no, it ended in February. You got to go. These presidents, if they don't know nowadays, when people say it's time for you to go, right. like if they didn't see the Arab Spring, if they didn't see what happened in Turkey and everywhere else, when people say it's time for you to go these days, people will get rid you of it. You know what? It's they, very they will, old school. They will, right. they will. I mean, old school is like, I'm going to hold on. Hosni Mubarak. Let me stay in office in Egypt for 35 you know, years. I mean, uh, old school, All like 1600s old school when a girl showed up at your door and killed you. I mean, <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. type of old school. It's, it's, it's very oh, like, you middle know, age revolution. Right. Yes, We're done like, with it. We getting rid right. of you. When they knock on your door and say it's time to go. Then we'll to leave, bitch. When the email shows up, leave. <laughs> yeah, then leave you know that song then leave that's the only thing you want. <laughs> so want you what are you gonna do how are you gonna maintain your your power when the population doesn't want you exactly no. it's not like the it's not rule number really one <laughs> yeah yeah wow so wow. it's really but i know it's yeah. the, people, the ones who are us. i know his family's obviously suffering because they obviously yes yeah. but the people who are going to suffer that that's the people the people who are already suffering from everything that's been happening right mm-hmm. 
So, you know, um, you know, I, I really implore people, read up on what's happening, talk to people, keep patient people in your thoughts, and also your prayers. Is, I know it's not, you know, nobody wants to hear thoughts and prayers right now, but actually they need it because yeah. it's really tough. And, um, you know, don't give in to, like, conspiracy theories or, like, one-sided views of the media. Because remember, um, where, especially if you're living in the United States, I won't speak to people in other countries, remember where our position is, as far as this president goes, is that the U.S., as far as we know, has been very supportive of this current president who's recently right. assassinated. Um, and how we're going to be hearing about things is going to be coming from that place. And to know that. So you can go into from informed. Like when you receive information, always question the source. Right. I don't I don't say don't believe it, but question their motive. Mm-hmm. And you know, go into those situations like that. I'm not saying you have to have this peachy, rose-colored yeah. glasses view about Haiti because you know a country does just get in a shambles like that without a lot of messed up things happening in-house. Mm-hmm. But you know, just understand when you're receiving information that you're gonna have to maybe do some uh, right. secondary. Information digging and fact checking and talking to people to see what if it really um, if it if it tracks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am infatuated by. I uh, know about to go to music break. This is part of the reason why uh, Yoshinoda Micah is kind of amazing. I was just like, hmm, this is kind of why I kind of want to marry him a little bit. You know, she's my sister. I didn't know she knew anything about the Dana Owens album. Oh, girl, I know. I'm I- like, wait a minute. Girl, you just got some caramel points, girl. Even though you know you're not gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna get dick, but still, but still, I'm just like I'm like <laughs> I can't wait to say to you know. I'm what? like, am I a uh, lesbian? Am I a sister fucker? Because who knows always... about who knows about the Dana Owens album, honey? Without that that California uh, uh, dreaming, honey, that yeah, that's the California dreaming. That's just... okay. You want oh, me to put that on? I can put that on. You can do whatever you want to do, girl. Just the fact that you knew that album that just gave yeah. me tense for you. I'm just like, you know. Yeah, you, Dana Owens. The yeah, Dana Owens Queen album. The Dana Owens album is Queen Latifah's jazz album that no one knows about. Yeah, I knows know everything. She had a oh, you didn't know. She had a whole jazz album. She comes with mamas and papas. It's like all oh, like it's. it's I can't a, wait to hear it. It's very yes. how dare I? How do I say this? It's actually a white Dion Warwick album because even though Dion Warwick sang that music, but it wasn't like that white. It's actually right. a very white album that the Dana Owens album is very white lady. Yes, in the background, mm. it's cute. It's you know what? Maybe next week we should do like, um, you know, random albums that people forgot about. Because remember, Snoop Dogg did a gospel album that nobody knows about. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, Lord, Lord. Yes, I'm here for that. Yeah. Let's do that. Maybe we, we could do a little segment on that. My religion may not let me get on that one, but okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was about say to something. say something. Say something. Oh say something. Say something. You know I say it. <laughs> I saw. No, you were just saying. No, your religion never stopped you from getting on dick. <laughs> I said it. Ah, it is. I said it. <laughs> you know, right. I, I looked at you immediately like this bitch is going to say something. Yes. You ready? All right. So, okay. So, you know, Queen Latifah won, I got the Lifetime Achievement Award, the BET Awards Yay. last week. We can have? Yes. Last week. Um, so, we are going to oh God, showcasing right. Queen Latifah for this music break. We're starting off with Just Another Day. And she came Oscar. out. Yeah. And she came out basically because you thanked her partner, Ebony. Yes. Um, so we're trying with just the other day, and then going to one of my favorite songs by Queen Latifah, "I'm Not in Love," and then yeah. California. You know what? Then following like California Dreamin'. Um, so we listen to "Queer State of Mind" on Radio Free Brooklyn. Enjoy this music break. Oof. 
is gonna be okay.
leaves are brown and the sky is gray. Uh, you can find Queer State of Mind wherever you go. Uh, you can find us on many of your f- favorite podcast apps, like, rate, and subscribe. Uh, we especially love that. Um, likewise, you can go to que- uh, RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Queer State of Mind and find our entire archive there. All right, so what did y'all think of that nice little music break we got? I needed that. 
I thought it was so cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. It was it was great. Like I forgot about that first song. I had not heard the last the last song, and it was beautiful. No pun intended, yeah. but lesbian thoughts. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Just either way, because I'm looking at my sister with her blonde hair. I'm like, oh, you gonna play the Dana over Owens album while I drink the sangria? You know, which I'm on, I'm on my way to Queens right while now. While we hear a Queens. lesbian sing. Allegedly, no, she she acknowledged she acknowledged at the uh oh, yeah. BT Awards, yeah, yeah, no, but you know, what? But, I listen to that album because I'm actually um biking um tonight, I'm in Manhattan, but I'm biking to the Bronx oh tonight. Um, Be yeah, terrible. I'm biking, no, it's fine, girl. I love biking at night, it's one of my lights, it's, it's actually very um, my my I my mind i just like my mind work so yeah. I, I bike to um from here to is actually further i'm going to cedric avenue which is actually 30 minutes above um our friend justin's place in the bronx hmm. so it's, a, it's an hour and a half Ooh, bike ride be, girl be careful though because oh. like literally, i'm saying the like, rain there's like yeah that's stuff. what i'm talking about I know you oh no 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 no, no yeah i've biked in the rain before so it's fine but yeah. girl no there's like actual flash flood warnings like they're like don't go outside like oh yeah, yeah no, 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 no. struck in the backyard of my neighbor like it literally hit a tree or something it didn't it hit went, you it went psh. well no because there's no reason for it to hit me uh, mm. oh oh try her don't try her i'm not trying her girl. i'm gonna do it what the fuck do you mean try <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i'm gonna bike as far as i can and of course sorry and i jump on the train but i actually for me in the biking as you know it's it's my mind that's where my meditation takes place Mm-hmm. Weirdly, yeah, I literally no. That's exercise. That's and a, because that's um, by the if you've never done it, just for people real quickly, if you've never done the biking on the Upper West Side from like 59th to like 110, amazing. Mm. It's the best route. It's just like a straight shot. You see all the lights and everything. Mm-hmm. It looks beautiful. It looks. You know, it's interesting. I don't like I. So like last year when the pandy started and everyone's like, oh my god, how are we gonna get around and do things? I bought a bike after trying city bikes. And while I can bike at the gym, not bad, and while I can run at the gym, whatever, those biking is like intense. Like, I'm just yeah. like, yes, oh, yes it is. my whole like waist gets tired after I'm like, oh wait, I, we, it's been 15 minutes, like I'm done. So I have, to, <laughs> I have to buy some biking pants. I had to buy some cortisone for my inner thigh mm. because she was not happy. No, because when you bike, sometimes you shift a little bit in one part of your crotch. And Mike, Mike is a professional biker. Biker, well, Micah so. has uniforms. Micah has. Oh, like, baby! I, I've seen her. She, she has she, glasses. She girl. got the glasses, the whole ninja like oh, yeah, girl, toe she, look. Yeah, this lovely small. I mean, well, now medium, half large, oh. you know. But she. Oh, <laughs> she, oh she, you know what? <laughs> I mean, that biking will add to the lower body. But right. No, it's, right, that's she, why she, she has like, a that's look. She, oh no, look. it's beautiful. I'm like, I want to have, I want to have the biking look and be like, okay, I rode like. I don't know. I'll Th- say 13 minutes. My, my sister, <laughs> yeah, give me some my, spandex. <laughs> her thighs and ass, her, her lower body. Oh my quality. god! I, I gotta send. I gotta send the picture we took outside the studio. She was like, "Hey, everybody!" And like, <laughs> no, that's not Kenita's yes. girl. Uh, she's been Jim and I, honey, catching trade on that on that bike ride. All right. <laughs> Well, you know. But no, those were great selections. And I, I and actually, it was so funny. My mom and I, years ago, ran into Queen Latifah in Soho. Like, what? when I say ran into, literally, we, you know, Broadway, we, when it used to be so busy before everything. And we were crossing the street, and my mom and I were looking, and, like, she, Queen had on aviators, a jacket. She looked amazing as hell. And I was like, oh, my God, that's Queen Latifah. And she, my mom and I are, like, nudging each other. 
and we went right by her and Queen like had a like a little like smirk on her face because she knew we were the only people who recognized her. Oh. And it was one of those New York moments. I was like, oh my God, now I've really seen a real celebrity. <laughs> Someone who is somebody on the streets. Yeah. Speaking of a woman that who is so loved and like unblemished. Like she is unblemished. Like yes, yeah. Lavatar, as, as a wife was love queen. Too. Like Queen Latifah has been successful in everything she's done. She just everything. She's so loved. It's, it's, she's such Music, a film. Queen Latifah yeah. literally will walk in a room and Meryl Streep will be like, "Oh my God, girl, we got to walk." The Queen Latifah is here. Like yes, she, yes. she carries that presence of the bitch just arrived. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. very grand dame. You know, grand very, dame without yeah, any. Yeah. It's very uh, uh, fanfare. It's, it's what Cicely Tyson has. It's what Viola Davis has. Um, that's just very black grand dame, but it's, it, it transcends color. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. like, like a rapper can make a fucking smooth jazz album, elevator music, and <laughs> right. And she's like, "This is right. what I did today on a right. Tuesday." Yeah. <laughs> right. On a Tuesday. That's a good. That's a very good point. Yeah, she 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 wears her she she's uncelebrated to certain degrees, but now she has been. She's been acknowledged. Yes, yes, I'm happy for her, though. I'm happy that she found her truth and that's happening mm-hmm. for her. And mm-hmm. I would, I, you know what? All the Black women we talked about today, even the one I cussed out, I wish all of them the best. Because yes. I, I feel like, you know, let me just put that compassion out there. You know, well, everybody deserves the best in that sense, no matter who they are and what they've done. That is true. And we're all daughters of Black women, so. Amen. We are mm-hmm. all daughters of Black women. Yes. Well, not Sam. Sam is Twitter and Taylor Swinton on her profile, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Taylor Swinton is everything, Taylor bitch. Swinton eating a chicken wing. Yeah, she's everything in general, girl. Right. She yeah. is. <laughs> she is the uh, the, uh, the the manly uh Kate uh, uh, Blanchett. I saw her at <laughs> MoMA when she did an exhibition where she like slept in a a, a cubicle. Outside yes. the front of MoMA, and I was like, oh, I read a crush on her. I was like, oh my god, now it's she's doing this, and she's like, she was there for hours. Like, I went in, I came out, I went in, I came out. She literally out, is one out. of the best people ever. But yeah, she oh, is. Yeah. yeah, she is. Well, y'all, um, this has been a great episode. I mean, how two hours just flies by so fast. Oh my god, you really do. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for such a lovely conversation, all. This thank you, Micah. You did a great job. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Micah. Until next time, y'all. We'll <laughs> see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.